few speed humps to negotiate, but I finally accept myself for who I am. I couldn't be prouder of what I have achieved. Good people have given me time and the room to understand why and how I was out of control for so long, for most of my twenties. One of them happens to be here, serving a seven and a half year sentence for manslaughter. Andy Taylor, Tagger, his childhood nickname, is my closest friend outside of my family. We grew up together in adjoining council estates, though he was deemed posh because he lived in a semi-detached house rather than the traditional terrace two-up, two-down. When he gained his sociology degree in the United States, he began to build a successful career as a football agent. He must live with the fact that his role in a brawl in Liverpool City Centre in the early hours of Friday, 19th of December 2014, resulted in the death of a fellow human being. It was impossible to prove who delivered the fatal blow, but an off-duty policeman, Neil Doyle, recently married, did not return home. It could so easily have been me in Tagger's position. He was the smartest of us all. I was more capable of violence. There was so much ferocity, so much anger inside me. My behaviour was occasionally psychotic. I was involved in so many similar incidents that I look at him and think, fuck me. I've got so lucky there, so, so lucky. I was capable of serious, serious stuff. I've contemplated that on so many levels and tried to deconstruct my actions. Without that dangerous energy, I probably wouldn't be here to tell my tale. I'd be working on a building site or I might be dead. My intensity is the greatest gift I've been given, but equally it is the most destructive force imaginable. I've done some bad things, but I've never killed anyone. I lost as many fights as I won, and, by chance, never caused anybody serious harm beyond superficial cuts and bruises. We all think we are immune to bad things, but events can spiral out of control and conspire against you. It scares me to realise how fragile life can be. Do I feel guilty as I turn to go after a couple of hours and Tagger rises from his plastic chair, which is embedded in concrete for a farewell embrace? Not really. I never thought he would end up in jail because of what he stands for. No one did. I care about him since he is one of an extremely small circle of friends to whom I reach out for advice. But he has his own journey to make. That phrase has been cheapened by the schmaltz that passes as Saturday night TV entertainment. But I'm talking about dealing with the reality that, however sorry we feel for him as a mate, another family has lost their loved one. Society dictates that there is a price to be paid for that. Some will argue that debt can never be met. Tiger doesn't fit the traditional prisoner profile. He is set on proving he can be a positive influence, a stronger individual through adversity. He has earned the trust of the authorities and works on the front desk, preparing inmates for court appearances. He processes newcomers, gives them their prison-issue clothing and talks them through the formalities of incarceration. Prison is a terrifying place, with no shortage of people who will slash your face for £20 worth of weed, the hardest currency of all. Taggart is a listener, a mentor trained by the Samaritans. He has a single bedded cell, or pad, to use the old lag slang, to enable him to privately counsel those who have been traumatised, mentally or physically. He has prevented several suicides, 
The alternative to talking down unstable inmates is the dreaded tornado roll, in which the potential victim is overwhelmed by force, trussed into a straitjacket and bundled into a holding cell for his own safety. Taggart is held in respect on both sides of the divide. Where we come from, we learn to be adaptable. We have an ability to operate in different worlds. Taggart plugs into emotion. He knows instinctively how to deal with people. He always reminds me of one of my favourite sayings of one of my other great mentors, Steve Black. People don't care what you know until they know that you care. Prison work for me, following my conviction for assault in 2008 because I had something to lose. You shouldn't need a degree in criminal justice and criminology to realise that's the key. If you're a kid on a council estate with no education and no career prospects and you have the opportunity to make a few quid by selling drugs, prison isn't going to be a deterrent.